0: This whole mute thing is not working out great for us. Um, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of Eastern Current. This is episode thirty-three. Uh, let me know if you cannot hear me because this stupid mute situation <laughs> is—I uh, ha- I had it. I was supposed to be muted while we were just sitting there talking, and then I realized it wasn't muted. And as soon as I went live, it muted everything. So um, if you can hear me now, just comment in the comment section saying, "Hey, everything's working fine." Um, but yeah, this is episode thirty-three. Uh, we've got Brian Saunders on tonight. Uh, he's from the New Bern area, I believe. Fishes up there around the, the southern Pamlico Sound area. Uh, super excited. We're going to talk with him about, you know, a focus on striper and, and speckled trout, but uh, a little bit of everything and, and, and really want to dive into that fishery, uh, you know, and how it fishes year-round, as well as, uh, you know, some tips and tricks for this time of year. So, pretty yeah, stoked. Pretty I'm stoked. excited. You've uh, I feel
1: like every time we've talked about this spot, it's been winter time fishing there
0: yeah for sure and it's like we're getting some warm days now and i'm starting to think about spring fishing and um you know it's it's uh it's it's time to start talking about some of those, those yeah. the summer trends and spring trends and all that at least to get ourselves excited definitely yeah definitely because <laughs> i if it gets really cold again i'm going to be extremely depressed <laughs> ready for some more weather well guys yeah. i have an, an announcement I've, I've created a facebook group we've already had a facebook page for eastern current but I've got a Facebook group. I want it to be kind of like a community where people can come and you know share their catches, ask questions, and um, talk fishing. You know, with the people that already watch the show, it, it can be like a way to stay in touch with everybody throughout mm-hmm. the week. So if you go on Facebook, it's uh, Eastern Current Fishing as the group, and you'll have to request. It'll be a private group, um, and you'll be uh, you'll be able to um, to join and talk with all the, all the Eastern Current listeners. So and share all
1: your spots yeah share all your spots you'll be able to geo tag
0: you can go up in the ranking on the page if you share your spots with Cameron and I
1: yeah private message (laughs) private messages
0: so but uh I've been in Florida the past week uh had a fun time down there fishing but Cameron you you did you did some fishing while I was gone, right
1: yeah I did. did yeah I mean it seemed like it um the fish are still fairly schooled up at least the red drum are um and on those warmer days man they'd they were eating really well. They were eating well. So yeah, you, I mean, they, on the and I've been on some of the colder days this year. Yeah. And you can still find them schooled up, but they can be, one, they can be really so skittish, and off. two, they can just totally shut down and not yeah. eat anything. But, um, no, we ha- we've had some good days, for they sure. They eat pretty good
0: this weekend? like if you were, They did, they yeah. Did I mean, it, we had really
1: out. cold mornings, but then by, like, you know, 10 or so, it was, like, getting into the 50s. So right on. We're mostly damn. sight fishing? Mostly sight fishing. Sweet. Yep. Sweet. I yeah, like yeah. I've said this before. I'm really bad at finding trout this time of year. <laughs> it's like when you find them it's game on, yeah. but with yeah, it's it takes
0: commitment and then and then when you know where there's five or six schools of redfish, it's hard to not just uh, go target yeah. them. So. Yeah,
1: especially it's after the fall when I feel like all I focus on is trout. Right. And then in the winter man it's just, there's not much that's more fun than fishing a big school of redfish. No, it's it's nice. It's uh it's like a guilty
0: pleasure almost, if you will. Yes, it can be. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been in Florida the past week, like I was saying, and man, the, I feel like the older I get, the more I miss being home. Like used to, I just yeah. I didn't want to be in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I love North Carolina, but I wanted to be traveling and hanging out with people in other states and fishing and... And now I'm I'm gone for like two days. I'm like, God, I can't wait to get back home. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm married and I've got a wife that I love, and <laughs> but but also Give even it just time. our fishery. Like I've really grown to <laughs> to really love our fishery. And I agree. When I'm not there, like you know, studying it and trying to get better at, at fishing this area, I I feel like I'm getting behind.
1: Well, tell tell everyone what you were doing down there. I can't. You can't? No, it's top secret. Oh, uh, it's top saying. secret.
0: No, I was down there uh, with this group, uh Live It Films and Pin Fishing. We were doing some filming uh, for a new product that they're releasing. So we had a lot of fun, got to catch some fish. It felt like tournament fishing because it was like we had to get this done. You know, we had to go uh-huh. catch these fish. Yeah. And it wasn't as, I mean, it was very relaxed, but it, it kind of felt like tournament fishing. And I just mostly got to fish. My buddy Adam kind of played guy. Yeah, had to work. Day. Yeah, he had to work. <laughs> Yeah, to work. I got to pull but I never had to choose You we were, you
1: were working as well. Not really. just just I in a just different
0: finishing. way. I had to wear this never mind. I can't. <laughs> you had to wear a speedo the whole I time. I had to wear a speedo the whole time. But um but yeah, day. so that's enough talking. Again, you guys what helps us a ton is if you um go and subscribe to any of our whether it's Instagram or Facebook, that Facebook group I was just talking about, but uh definitely our iTunes um podcast. Go subscribe, like it. Um and leave us a comment that would be huge but definitely if if nothing else just share this broadcast right now on your facebook on your facebook onto your facebook page that helps us a ton it helps people you know find this page and and we're doing all this for free and it just really helps us to grow um, our reach and we would really appreciate it but enough of me talking let me unmute this make sure it's working here and bring on brian what's going on brian
2: Hey, man, you got me?
0: I got gotcha. you. If y'all can't hear him say, we can't hear him here on the live chat, but I think <laughs> we got you. That's
2: a good deal. Good to be here. Yeah, man. Thank Appreciate you so much y'all for having me.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, I talked talk to Todd at uh, at New Server Bait and Tackle, and I was like, I need somebody for the show. Tell me uh, tell me a legend, and he was, you're, you were the first name hey, that he gosh. dropped. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. it, it. Todd will lie every now and then, too.
0: <laughs> we all do. We're fishermen, you know?
2: That's right. That's right. Right Yeah. uh, Let me just, hey, while you mention his name, let me just say something. Y'all, that dude is a phenomenal guy. Um, He does so much for the community and, um, uh, you know, through a little old tackle store. And uh, he just put on that Inshore Institute this past weekend. Um, I was honored to be a part of it, one of the speakers. And um, let me tell you something. He did something that, that, that there was not a tear, uh, a dry eye in the place. Now, there's over 400 people uh-huh. attending this, this uh, uh, the Inshore Institute. And he called everybody in. Well, they served lunch. Everybody was in the main room eating and got everybody, all the, the, the people uh, outside in their booths and everything, got us all inside. And he introduced uh, a young boy by the name of Isaac. And Isaac has a, uh, he's 11 years old, I think, or 12 years old, um, has a severe brain tumor. Uh, the doctors have removed as much of it as they can. I think, I think he even got like 99% of it. But anyway, to make a long story short, Isaac had a, a wish uh, through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And that was, uh, it's kind of tough when you, when you, when you talk about it. it is instead of wanting something just for himself, he wanted a pontoon boat for him, his father, mother, and I think six brothers and sisters, I think there's seven of them. So, um, he wanted something, you know, the pontoon boat, so they can get all the family on the boat to enjoy the water and fishing together. Wow! But uh, the Make-A-Wish could not grant that because uh, they have a rule that if if it's something like a boat, they cannot put more than a 20 or 40 horsepower on it, and so um, they had to decline it. And Todd actually had uh, this uh, Isaac on on did a little video with him and uh at his shop and he's got a GoFundMe uh account for him and I think he needed thirty one thousand dollars and I think there was thirteen thousand in the account uh-huh. for the insure institute and I think there was uh after he had the family up and everything at at after lunch. I think they were up to twenty three thousand, twenty four, maybe even four. So uh, for any listeners out there, uh, go to Noose River Bait and Tackle's uh, Facebook page, find a link. You can go to my Facebook page, find a link uh, on the Victory Fishing uh, Facebook page. And you can, uh, if you want to contribute to uh, making Isaac's dream come true, that would be awesome. But I'm telling you, I can't, I cannot toot Todd Willis's horn enough. Uh, that cat does so much uh, for the community in in east, you know, the eastern North Carolina part of our community. So yeah,
0: that's super cool, man. It's it's just yeah. it's awesome to see the the community um, of fishermen come together like that, and you, and the oh, power yeah. that that we have as one, and to get something done, and to 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 serve a cause or. To help out with that kid, I mean that that's just incredible, and and yeah, I don't know Todd well. We've talked a few times, but he's always just been such a stand up guy and super nice, and and uh, yeah, that's really cool. So guys, yeah, if if y'all can, and I'll share the link too. I'll get the link from you after this, and I'll share it on yeah. on the Eastern Current page. But that'd be awesome if if Eastern Current could contribute, the listeners could contribute, and um go go help him out and help them get that punting. But that's really awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. Well let's uh let's hear your story how you got into fishing and and kind of uh we we start every show with that so people can get to know you a little bit but uh yeah, how'd you get into fishing and and how'd you get to where you are now?
2: well, the crazy thing is as <laughs> as a kid growing up um my parents' house was on a uh two ditches, one on the left side one on the right side on the back side of the house, and it came and formed a little you know, joined together to finish out into another ditch. And that ditch was connected to a creek called Jack Smith's Creek in New Bern that connects to the Neuse River. And um, as a kid, we used to walk that ditch bank, catching everything from brim, bowfin, pike, bass, catfish. I mean, you name it, We you know, uh it's just, we called it in that ditch. Yeah. and, and, you know we fished a lot of mints spinner baits and things like that or just you know live uh we'd go catch a bunch of minnows and fish with live minnows. we'd catch a brim and uh anchor down a a, a pole and and come you know leave it and come back with a great big old pike on it or something like that you know i mean yeah. we you know and of course we had to, to dodge all the uh the, uh, cotton mouse and water moccasins and everything else. I mean, we had them jump falling out of trees on us and, oh man, it was, it was a blast. Uh, I wouldn't change it. And, uh, uh, uh it was a great way to get, you know, get wet behind the ears fishing. And I, and I learned a lot fishing that ditch and, and, uh, uh, then, uh, as we got older, uh, as kids, my brother and I, we didn't really do a whole lot of, uh, of, of backwater fishing, right. the Noose River and thing as good. Cause we didn't have a boat or anything. Uh, but every October there was always a massive trout run in New Bern. I mean, it looked like spot fishing down at Moorhead. You could walk across the bow of a boat <laughs> and, and all the way across the river. But, uh, we used to walk. I mean, ride our bicycles down and park them right behind the old Holiday Inn, and we'd fish from the bank and just waylay the puppy drum and the trout. And uh, uh, you know, that's we we when we got a little older than that, when my brother was driving, he used to, you know, we we'd haul, load up the truck or car, whatever we could get our hands on. And we'd head down to Atlantic beach and go to the old iron steamer pier. That was our favorite pier to go to. And we'd go down there plug for Spanish mackerel, bluefish, And, uh, so, you know, and then from there, my, my brother ended up getting a, a ribalo 23 foot ribalo that we used to, yeah. to fish the SKA Southern Kingfish association tournament trail and, uh, did really well on that. And, uh, Uh, I mean, we traveled all the way from Biloxi, Mississippi, all the way up, you know, North Carolina fishing tournaments and, uh, you know, qualifying for uh, nationals every, you know, what seemed like every year. And, uh, and then from there, I kind of backed out of fishing my kids. I had kids and it got to be too much work. And, and it got to the point where Doug and I would butt heads too much. And, and I always told him if it ever got to the point where it became too serious and too much like work, uh, I was out. And so Doug, I, I backed out. Doug hooked up with some other guys and uh, continued his fishing in the SKA. And and then uh, he, he eventually sold his boat. He had a divorce and sold his boat, sold his trailer down at the beach and uh, uh, ended up getting remarried and Uh, had him another child and so he was boatless and hadn't been doing a lot of fishing and i started uh uh getting you know getting into fishing the backwaters of the noose river and pamico river and and um uh thanks to a good friend of mine captain joe ward he kind of took me under his wing and met him at church and uh he used to take me fishing and uh I, I, i owe everything i know about you know, the, the inshore fishing, uh, in our area from, from Captain Joe. That's awesome. So that's, that's kind of a, the short of, of where I am and, um, been a cat, been a guide now for three years. Um, my father died four years ago at Thanksgiving. I was actually cleaning the collars. He and I were going to cook the next day. And, uh, when I got the phone call. And, um, my dad used to always get on me about not going to get my captain's license. He's like, you ought to go get them. You, 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 catch fish, you know what you're doing. People enjoy fishing with you, blah, blah, blah. He's just giving me a hard time. And I used to tell him pops, I'm still a school teacher. I got, you know, I'm, I got to go until I can retire. So I can have a retirement when I, when I'm, when I'm done. And, uh, I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. But when he died, I couldn't think of another a better way to 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 honor my father than to fulfill his wish uh for yeah. for me to become a captain and, and to take people fishing so uh that's how that's how i kind of got into getting my captain's license and doing all that good stuff and now guiding so that's, that's really cool that's
0: that's a cool story it's like yeah it, the I guess the fish wanted you to be a guide or somebody wanted you to be a guide (laughs) because you were getting pushed pretty hard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, Pops meant a lot to me and I uh, was glad to get him on the water in October uh, before that November of him dying and, and and trying to get him on some trout and he, he, he was 89 years old and he didn't like casting he wanted to troll and i said we ain't trolling you're gonna have to cast and uh so he sat on the on the cooler on the back of the the back deck and he just would cast. he he looked at me and said i know why i hate this kind of fishing now it's too much work so but i i'm just glad we were he and i were able to have that you know that one more trip yeah so sure that's really cool
0: for sure. I, I noticed that you're wearing, and I haven't fished these lures, but the Bad Monkey Lures, is that, is that local to New Bern area?
2: Not to New Bern. Uh, Jim Strickland, he's out of Fayetteville.
0: Out of Fayetteville, okay.
2: Yep. And, um, you know, it's crazy. I hooked up with him through a, a mutual friend, and um, he's a banker, and he does that. on He makes uh, baits on the side, and so... Um, uh, he makes his own molds he carves his own molds or or baits and then he makes a mold of them and then uh he he pours i guess epoxy mm-hmm. and um and and makes his own paints them yeah
0: that's and
2: cool that's it, it is cool he he does a real good job um i I really got involved with bad monkey because of his top water baits um he, and I don't, I wish I had one right here with me. I didn't bring, like I said, I didn't, I should have brought some top water baits, seeing how we're in some warm weather down here in Jacksonville, Florida yeah. right now. <laughs> but, um, I didn't, but you know, uh, his top water baits are phenomenal and he's, he's come out. I've been after him now to to make some smaller ones. Mm-hmm. So he, he's seen, he finally has, has made them. Uh, and, uh, I can't wait to try one of those, uh, here real soon and on on the top water but it's a walk walk the dog style he makes some poppers as well um and um he does a great job does a great job awesome yeah
0: Yeah, i want to i want to get my hands on some of those baits i've actually i've talked to him on instagram a little bit um about his baits and man they're just super cool and the the shape and they look like they would just walk so well yeah
2: yeah and he and he'll make them any color you want like like, uh, on this one right here is a yellow with red head and, uh, and with the, the speckled trout spots. <laughs> yeah. That is a color that I do really well on a 52 in mirror lure. Okay. And, um, uh, I, I, I showed him a, uh, the bait. He took a picture of it and he made, uh, made me some in the three and a half and, and also in his four and a half but he will paint it any color but now i'm gonna tell you one cool thing one bait that's really cool i don't know i'm gonna try to get it to the
0: yeah that's perfect i can see it that's perfect you can Mm -hmm. can you see the pinfish
2: pattern oh yeah yeah you got the yellow stripes down it with the stripes down the the vertical stripes Uh and yellow horizontal, with some sparkle in there that bait right there is a killer uh spring and summer color and um uh, everything eats it. The trout, the flounder, the rock, they, uh, drum, they all, they tear it up, man. They love that thing. That's awesome. All
0: right. So let's talk a bit about your fishery. You want to, you want to yeah. no, no, g- no. get into the, the I want to know about where you fish and, and the fish. You're talking about all these different species. So, um, let's,
2: well, uh... yeah, uh, in and around Newbern is, is, is just phenomenal right now. Of course, everybody's going nuts over the trout. Right. The trout are everywhere. Um, and it's like I told somebody day, if you can't go out there and catch a trout in and around Newborn, you just you need a you need to hire somebody to teach you how to catch a trout. It's <laughs> anywhere you go, any creek you go up, up the Trent River, on up the Noose River, and any creek in and around New Bern on the Noose is got it they're they're all loaded with trout. And not only trout but puppy drums. Mm. so uh everybody's going nuts over the trout right now um nice trout it's been a great year uh and i attribute that to the fact that we haven't had a cold winter in two years now uh or i should say substantial cold right winter where you have two or three weeks of below freezing weather that we get the the the, the you know trout kills and yeah nobody wants to talk about the uh the drum kills but it does the same thing to the puppy drums as it does to the trout so anytime we have those cold cold winters it kills our trout population it kills our our drum population as well uh but the uh um and and also the the nets are out of the water from the ferry lines uh up river so these trout if they can get past the ferry line uh they're home free, you know, and and uh, unless they get caught by a wreck fishermen. But mm-hmm. there's so many of them out there; it's just, it's unbelievable. I've I've released so many trout this year over 20 inches. It's not in, in and around Newberne. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's just such a testament to you know what this fishery could be with with um you know with some proper conservation. Techniques, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and, and without, without 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 the freezes too. I mean, if if we can get through this winter without a freeze and 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 go into next fall, I mean, it's, I mean it could
1: be really. It's going to be
0: a lot of big big fish. Yeah, so. I would think so. The new river's been pretty fished out. I mean, it fishes a lot like like your area, but there's yeah, still fish in yeah. it. But they've just, I mean, they've gotten worked over since this fall. Oh yeah. Um, every time we get warm days, I I see people posting on social media in your area just crushing it still so oh yeah
2: they're still killing it yeah Yeah. i mean it's uh but i mean it's and it's uh, i talked with a a friend of mine who was fishing um vandermeer uh last week and you know i was talking to him about the nets in there and he said man there were nets he said he ain't never seen so many nets he said but you could fish between the nets and wear the trial out really Mm. yeah so that's just how thick they are up there and, and, I mean, everywhere. I mean, from from the PAMA, I, I fished that tournament um, that I was telling you about earlier yeah. on the PAMACO last, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. I think that was February 1st, and, uh, I mean, we just, I mean, we, we went up a little creek. I had never fished it before and uh, just Googled it. I went on Google earth and I was like, man, this just looks too good. And went up there and man, we first cast, bam, trout. I mean, we, we, we we had our, our limits. You know, there was three of us on the boat, me and my brother, Doug and our youth angler, Michael Black, who is from your area, from Wilmington. He's our, yeah. Uh, his his mom, um, Charlie blocks his mom. Um, but he's from Wilmington. He's a, uh, he's a big time fisherman, big time surfer boy. Right on. He's got the <laughs> surfer boy look, you know, the hair and everything, uh, all tanned up year round. I mean, it's just, we, we give him a hard time. He's getting so tall now, talks with a deep voice and everything. And so we, we, we just, you know, our, our fishing team is the Victory Fishing Team, but we also call, AKA No Mercy Team. We like to give each other a hard time, including little Michael Black <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But the, the trout fish has been good, and the puppy drum uh, has been just real. I, 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 I'm just, I cannot wait till the springtime. I am looking so forward uh, to the springtime. And because uh, uh, we have not really had a good trout or drum fishery in New Bern in probably four years. I mean we used BL got there. Uh I do a lot of uh top water fishing mm-hmm. in the summer uh for the rock mm-hmm. over the stump fields and uh for puppy drum and uh you know release you gotta release them all of course of the rock that is. Uh but it's a blast to watch a rock bust the top topwater bait knock it five six feet up in the air and then another one knocks it up in the air and they're like five or six of them blowing up on it man you don't you, you don't even have to catch them you just no. you
0: just just, just, just tease experiencing
2: them a bit. that yeah and <laughs> uh cool. it is cool and then you know we used to catch a lot of puppy drum on top water you know while we're rock fishing but uh it hadn't been there you know you might catch one or two here and there but it's a rarity mm-hmm. yeah. but this year is I I I can't wait for that to take place for the spring bite, you know, and start slinging those uh, top water baits, yeah. predominantly most of the time. Definitely, yeah.
1: What's the um what What's the biggest trout you've caught in this year?
2: This year, mm-hmm. twenty four incher. Holy moly! Nice. Not, I, not nothing great big this year, and and uh, and to be quite honest with you, I I've caught a many of – 23, 24 inch trout, but I've only caught one citation trout in my life. Hey. And and it it was like 5.76 or something like that. And um, I mean, I've had citation trout caught on my boat, but I've never caught but that one citation trout. Mm -hmm. So that's the uh, way it goes, man. It's. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: have been trying for one for so long and hadn't caught caught a single citation until this year and then i ended up catching a couple this year and uh, everyone i've ever talked to said once you break the the seal it's like it's easier like once you get into i don't know i think i just got really lucky but
2: yeah well the seal i broke that seal what three years ago that's true That's true. and i I haven't had another one i've had several i I caught one um uh, that in that last tournament uh Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it looked like it was going to be 25, 26 inch, or, and I was like, I was just, man, the pucker factor was high, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I can't lose this, I can't, and he, she came up waddling, and my brother's yelling, get her down, get, I said, I'm trying, I'm trying, when we knew it was a pig of a fish and got her, got her in the boat. And I looked down, I was like, Oh my God, that's a 25 inch baby. I got me a citation right here. Another citation. And, and we put her up on the measure stick, 22 and a half. <laughs> but you sound like helped. me.
0: Everything's way bigger than it. And then when oh, I measure I, it, I'm like, wait I need to stop measuring these fish.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I can, you know, you get these people on, you know, on charters and, they, you know, you net a fish, throw him up on the deck and get, you know, take the hooks out and everything. So, yeah, that's an 18-incher. And they said, no, that thing ain't but 16 and a half. I'm like, dude, it's 18 inches. And like, no, that's all right. So I pull my measuring stick out, put it up there, squeeze the tail. There it is. You know, right at 18. I'm like, man, how do you know? I said, I've seen enough, you know, 16, 18, 20-inch trout. I know what they are. But when they get bigger than that, I get confused. <laughs> Me too. Me too.
0: Um, well, here's a question I kind of had for you. So, with that, the, the Pamlico and the new, all the river systems up there, they're so big. When you go out on a day of fishing, and, and it might change. It's definitely going to change depending upon the weather. Are you yeah. picking a creek? that you're going to be like, all right, I'm fishing this Creek today, or I'm fishing these two, are you kind of going out there and trying to fish a lot of different creeks? Like you're trying to cover a lot of water or pick one
2: spot apart real hard. I'm going generally, if I, if, if, if it's just, let's say me and my brother, we're going to go out and do some fishing and just try to get the the lay of the land of where the fish are and everything. We might cover a lot of water. Okay. Um, Uh, but if, if I'm like trying to do some fishing prior to a charter, and and I, I'm going to try and nail it down to two or three areas that are tight together. Because, you know, I, I don't want to waste people's time running from spot to spot to spot and, and what have you. Um, I'd rather get to a creek, put, them on, you know, put the troll motor over, and let's go to catching. And yeah. uh, it don't always work that way. You, you, you know, there's days where, you know, they were there a couple of days ago they're not there today or if they're there, they're just not chewing. So I got to jump over to another Creek. Um, But you know, it's, it's uh, in, in the winter time when it's gets cold, even though it has not been cold. And I'll be honest with you, it's been a weird winter. I haven't fished my normal winter pattern this year. Like I normally have to go way up creeks and fish, you know, 10, 15, 20 foot water, downsize my jigs and my baits. Um, I've been fishing in water that's can be anywhere from three feet to, to 10 feet. Yeah. And and uh, you know just doing really well with the trout.
0: That's, that's awesome. What's y'all's water temperature at
2: right now? Uh, I have I fit so I have not been on the noose in two weeks. Um, because uh, I fished the Pamlico two weeks ago and then did not fish this past weekend because the inshore institute. But the last time I was on the water, it was 56 degrees. Wow. but prior to that, like two days prior to that, it was 52. Okay, so uh, in, in a matter of a couple of days, it's been fluctuating. Um, uh, last week, I can only imagine with the sunshine we had and the warm temperatures in the 70s. I I can only imagine it was probably up in the upper, you know, mid to upper 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's been pretty consistent in the 50s. Yeah.
1: Hey, well, since we're kind of just going over your fishery as a whole and not really picking apart one type of year, could you just go over like the best times of year for if someone's going to go up there and target redfish or trout or striper? Are there best times of year for those fish in that
2: area? Oh yeah. Um, If if I'm going trout fishing, generally the best time of the year is going to be late September, October, through uh, through probably the summertime when these fish start when the fish start pulling out of the creeks and heading towards the sound to spawn. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, but then you could go to the sound and and really do really well with the trout. Uh, the, the reality with all of our fish, you can catch them year round, including the flounder uh in and around newber it 's crazy um, but i mean if if i 'm going to go target if if I was to have to pick a time, it would be the fall for the trout uh, as they 're coming up the river and and getting into the creeks mm-hmm. um for stripers um my gosh i i really am going to say year round for them i mean it's just the only uh, february march unless you run way up the noose, you're 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 going to struggle with catching the nicer rock but if if um you know you'll catch a lot of bucks a lot of uh, what we call schoolies 15 16 17 inch fish that aren't participating in the spawn mm-hmm. but your bigger 20s And up to 30 inches are gone up the river uh, all the way to Raleigh this fall. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, February, March, even into April, you kind of lose those those fish. Um, So, but, I mean, the rock in the fall, I mean, it's just a great bite. Winter up through December, January. Uh, fishing the deep water and they're fat. I mean, they are feeding, <laughs> getting ready to go up the spawn. And it's a, it's a, tug. it's a great tug. That's uh, awesome. and then, um, the summertime people, uh, there's some people that don't like you to catch rock in the summertime because the water temperature is higher and they're, uh, they, they, they don't do as well. Um, uh, it's like I told the people at the inshore Institute this past weekend, there's nothing wrong with catching rock on top water in the summertime off the stump fields. Uh, it's a blast, but go ahead and tighten it with number one. You better tighten down your drag, uh, because they're going to take you down into stumps Mm -hmm. and break you off. Uh, number two, it allows you to get them to the boat quicker. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, if, if it's a pig, if it's a tw- you know 25 inch or bigger up in the 30 inch range, get a quick picture and then release it gently. You don't, don't just chunk her back into water, get her in there, grab her by her tail. Don't, you don't have to go back and forth with it. I, I ain't never figured that one out. Just let her, you know, put her upright, maybe just get her, you know, moving, and let that water start. You'll see the bubbles. It's kind of like releasing an old drum, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just, just let it get its bearings uh, back and, and it's, you know, um, uh, it's, it's breath back and release it. And when it, when it starts moving on its own, it feels good and strong, release that fish and I'll guarantee you most of them will survive unless you, you know, swallows it down in the gills. Uh, and then you just, you know, there ain't nothing you can do about that. That's mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. Um, I hate to see that happen cause I, I mean, but the, the, the rock fishery in the summertime is phenomenal. Uh, so, you know, other than February, March and into April for the rock it's it's any time is good on those, um, flounder, uh, summertime, um, july august september into october it is phenomenal i had a trip um lady caught her first citation flounder this year in newburn five and a half pounder 24 incher um you know we were catching a bunch of little ones and off this point and bam she hooked up uh i actually hooked up with and handed it (laughs) off to her and uh she got the citation. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, flounder. But like I said, I, I mean, even trout fishing in off the ledges and off some flats. I've caught flounder. Uh, this past December, I caught some in January. Heck, one of the biggest flounders I ever caught on the noose was caught. I caught him in February on the M R fifty two. Really fishing fishing uh, boat uh, boat slip uh, a little a finger off the goose Creek mm-hmm. where a sailboat was moored, and there was a dock there. And I just threw it up in there and bam, she came off of it and, and nailed it. And, um, you know, so you, you catch them anytime, man. Mm-hmm, it's, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a great, great, ain't no telling what you're going to catch when fish around Newbern, And then your puppy drum again, a, a springtime, uh summer and fall is is good good puppy drum. Um uh, had a trip December and we caught a potload of of uh puppy drum wild trout fishing. Mm-hmm. So up the Trent River. Yeah,
0: that's and, that's I cool. mean,
2: you know, yeah it is, it is. So um
0: Y'all y'all salinity so, level uh, the story I've heard from that is like you just haven't had much rain. None of us have had much rain, so the salt waters come way up there, and that's why those fish are in there, apparently.
2: Well, you know, um, the trout have been coming up there for years, okay. other than the last two or three years. Uh, the Trent River, uh, this has been found out in this past year. I mean, again, there was a hundred. You, you catch a trout, there'd be twenty boats around. Next thing you know, there's half of them were on top of you, you know, and, uh, and, and I get it. No problem. You know, um, but it is, it's is they have been coming up the Trent river for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think it's like the thermocline you gotta, it's, it's not that the waters, the salinity level is, is, is good on the upper half of the water, but the bottom half of the water, it is, is is a better, uh, salinity level, okay, and and these trout are just staying down uh, in in that water. But uh, you know, I, I kind of been doing some research a little bit on on the trout here lately, reading some stuff, and there's a lot of reports out there that trout are just like all of the, the these inshore fish can adapt to, towards a more fresh water. Oh yeah. They don't have to have a high salinity level, even though they come, you know, they might come from the ocean and work their way up to through the Pamlico Sound or the ICW, Adams Creek, and work their way up. They 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 are able to adapt and 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 be able to survive in that fresher water up of, of of in and and around Newberry. So do you think
0: these fish are migrating? Like, I know it's it's hard to really put your finger on it, but do you think they're migrating in all from the ocean? Or do you think a good number of them are fish that are living in the Pamlico Sound in the summer and then migrating up the river?
2: I think I think a lot of fish are coming in off the Pamlico Sound. Okay, mm-hmm. I think we have some coming in from the ocean as well. Uh, so I think it's a mixture it of both. Sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, gosh, I can't even can't remember his name they call him the trout doctor uh, He does been studying trout for like the last 10 years uh-huh. Tim somebody okay but anyway he uh, he spoke at the inshore Institute this past weekend and he in doing some uh, tagging uh, they they tag some fish in in the Noose River and then that fish gets caught uh 2 weeks later in Chesapeake Bay. What? In 2 weeks? In 2 weeks. Oh my gosh. Holy so moly. um I you know I think it, it, I think the trout are very uh uh my, my, migratory. migratory they, they migratory migrate head. a whole lot. Oh yeah. I, I can I can say the word in my head I can't get it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've that issue so, quite often.
2: So, but yeah, I think they are they migrate a lot. Um we you know we had trout on the noose this summer. I caught a lot with trips this summer, uh, and thank God because the rock bite was horrible this past summer. Um, uh but uh the trout and the flounder and the drum were good up here. So I think we have some fish that live here for a certain time and 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 then they leave yeah. when they get a certain size maybe i don't know i i i don't know how to truly answer that other <clears> than, <throat> than i think it's a mixture
0: yeah no i i'm i was just curious to
1: to to what you thought about that um i'm always curious about that because it's like you would think with how many trout at least are here in the fall that there would still be a ton here in the summer yeah and it's i very rarely catch trout here in the summer i mean i'm not targeting them that much but it's almost like they just disappear
0: i no, i agree with you it's it's tough like the trout that i do catch in the summer here you got to go fish for them in the morning like first like the first hour of sunrise um and and then it's pretty much done i mean i I had some good good days of trout fishing but never big numbers in the summer do y'all see that trend as well like will you catch trout throughout the day in the summertime Uh, or is it more of a morning and evening bite
2: well you know what this past summer it could be it was all day i mean yeah especially towards the sound now you know um in in and around Newburn, i mean i i do a half day charter in the morning or and catch them in the morning and then i'd have a half day charter in the afternoon go back there and and Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as I get back to that location where I had been on, they were still there. Yeah. So, That's um, cool. yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's, um, I think with the rivers, just say so y'all were down there, y'all get such, such a, a movement of water with your tides right. mm-hmm. and the Noose river, we don't get a movement unless the wind is honking mm-hmm. out of the West. It'll blow it out. If it's blowing out of the East, it'll blow it in. So, um, but, I think our fish, just once they get into that area, especially in the summertime, they kind of hang around and and if we we get a lot of bait, yeah, so the the food source you know is there i mean it's you know pogies everywhere, sprat, Well, I call them sprat the little the little small pogies, mm-hmm. and the rock are feeding on the trout are feeding on, the drum are feeding on, and then plus the mullet. You get schools of mullet coming through mm-hmm. there too, so mm-hmm. yeah, they I got mean, no reason it, to leave. They got no reason to leave. Yeah, I, I but, see the
0: the fishery that's. I mean, the New River is what I always compare to anything when I'm ever talking to someone about the Pamlico because it's like the most relatable fishery we have down here, and they catch trout pretty pretty consistently throughout oh, yeah. the summer yeah. on that river. Um, and it fishes, and, and and yeah, you you'll there's guys that catch trout here pretty well in the summer too, and keep their mouths pretty shut about mm-hmm. it, but. Um, yeah but not that uh, funny yeah, <laughs> guys are sure. hush
2: mouth about a trout now I'm I,
0: tell you. I know i know it's like i'd rather uh, honestly share like you know my my place where redfish like to tail and belly crawl than like where i feel like i can go catch a 25 inch trout <laughs> yeah
2: right yeah yeah it's something about those specs uh,
0: uh, yeah but, about uh, sorry i keep clearing my throat and coughing I'm, it's gonna be uh fun to listen back to this one but uh, um, it's
2: all good all good
0: we're. I mean, we still have a little bit of time. We're at fifty minutes almost right now. It's crazy okay. how quickly it flies oh. by. But yeah. um, I wanted to talk to you about. So you've got so many fish up there. Is it? Are, can you go throughout your day, kind of catching? Are you fish? Are you all right? I'm. Stu- I'm struggling here. Are you fishing <laughs> different areas for those different fish, or can you go catch a redfish one cast, a trout one cast, and then a uh, oh a rock yeah, fish Is, it, cast. they're
2: mixed all together. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: In that case. Give me like some of your favorite baits to throw that you know you can cross over and catch. Different you know you feel species. confident catching different species on.
2: Well, of course I, I, I've showed you the bad monkey baits. I, yeah. I, I use them. He's got Suspending so baits too, though, right? That that's what that is. That is yeah. a
0: suspending. Okay.
2: Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That is a suspended bait, and like I said, he he does different colors. Here's the 808. You tell him a color you want it painted, and he will paint it. And and he even has. The bigger suspended bait. Oh, I like that one. And I, this has been the killer color for me, purple and chartreuse. Uh, that that bait has really, and in that mm. size, that four four and a half inch has been really good. Um, you know, I, I'm, I throw a uh, I'm with them and them custom baits, and you're gonna go, "What the heck is that?" But here, here is uh, what we call the belly buster. This is actually a bass lure. And uh, I saw it on uh, Whackem and Stack'em's, uh page. And uh, I'm like, dude, you got to make me some of those for my... <laughs> I mean, he could do it any color. That's uh, awesome. There's a, a chartreuse with some blue flake in it. Uh-huh. Um, he does pink ice. I mean, this is his jerk like shad one. uh one of my favorites if the water is clear i am throwing a uh this is called bluegrass but it's blue chartreuse um and and uh, i mean but the, this color i'm gonna pick up this color that has been the color uh uh this purple this is called purple shimmy i actually I like uh, that,
0: I actually I came wish up I, with, it was my job was naming bait colors.
2: Well, <laughs> I, I get I'm the one who named this color because I had mm. I had him to make this color for me. Hey Barb. Barb, can you bring me my phone? Uh Angelo, the owner of the company, uh he used to make these and then in the color I want and then dip it in chartreuse for me. Oh, cool. uh, but the chartreuse is worn off on that one right there uh and i told him he finally got where he can inject uh the color and then a chartreuse tail and not have to dip it and yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i hope that you can see this this is he just sent me this picture tonight it up a little bit higher
0: uh, sorry a little lower it was it was good it was good Ooh. oh man those look sweet that's so a nice that, bright chartreuse too
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that has been our go-to color purple for some reason for the last two years for the trout, for the flounder and, and puppy drum. Um, and this is no lie. I've also fished the voodoo shrimps under poppin' court. I love the voodoo shrimp. It's got a great action that, that, uh, uh, jointed tail that it has. Um, but this uh, purple shimmy color under a popping cork in the belly buster has outfished the voodoo shrimp on numerous occasions and and uh there's been days that 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 that's the only thing i could get the trout to hit really uh was the purple shimmy in in the belly buster with the chartreuse tail and so yeah, it's it's a great bait. Um uh I I use mirror lures too. Um yeah. uh, matter of fact, uh I had Jim from Bad Monkey Baits and his son uh on uh came down, brought their boat down for Fettville one morning and we went fishing. We were actually going to try to shoot a show. Um and I uh it it was just so cold that the batteries to my cameras all died i mean they oh were dead. i mean it was it was it was like 28 degrees when we were on when we put the boat over and so the batteries just couldn't take it they just they could poop but which means um,
0: it was going to be a killer fishing day though yeah exactly man <laughs> I mean, we ended up we did
2: it started off a little slow i bet with then, it being
0: 28 degrees when you put the boat yeah, in the water
2: <laughs> yeah and then we finally got on a school of trout and uh, moved around a little bit, got on another school trout, ended up being a great day. We were up the Trent River. Um, but when I got on the boat with him, I was throwing, here here I am on the boat with Jim, the, the owner and his son of Bad Monkey, and what am I throwing? An mr 18 <laughs> <laughs> And I did that on purpose. Was, was he like, mad
0: at you or was, did he forgive you?
2: No, no. And I told him, I said, guys, we're going to see which one outfishes which one? I said, we're going to put a test. And now there was three of them fishing the bad monkeys because they had a friend with them too. And um, anyway, long story short, they were spanking my butt. Were they? <laughs> they were. And so I said, you know what? I went in my tackle box. You know, Jim's like, I got plenty of them up there. Go. Get I said, no one. I said, I know a man, and he has sent me some baits. I'm going to get my own. And I went and got that. Purple back, chartreuse tail, I mean, belly, and I went to hammering them. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool to, you know, and the son, I was making some comments. I was like, man, I can't believe they're not hitting this MR-18. He's like, well, if you put a bad monkey on, you might catch something. And I went, I hear you. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So it was pretty cool how that. I wish we could have got that on video mm-hmm. and made a show. For that sure. Was that would have been cool.
1: Hey, on those um on those bad monkey hard baits, the the suspending ones. We had a guy on from Texas uh last week that walks the dog with him uh, under the water. How how are you working those bad
2: monkey baits? I I you know, I, I just you know, they're slow sinking. So, I'm going to let them sink this time of the year and and then I'm just going to you know, just give it a good little pop, pop. I might go pop, pop, pop. I mean, like I told the people in, at the intro, I'm going to let the fish tell me what mm-hmm. they want.
1: So you're working you were know, getting more like a, an MR 17.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 I, 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 but you know, um, but there's times where I let that thing sink all the way down. And then that's mm-hmm. where they want it on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it'll, it'll sit there just like this mm-hmm. and just, you know, when it falls and it's got such a, a, an amazing wobble when it falls, it is, they can't resist. Phenomenal. So I let the fish tell me how to work. it. Sometimes they might, you know, like I said, let it go all the way down and give it a couple little up pops mm-hmm. or I'm going to twitch, 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 let it sink, twitch, twitch, let it sink. I might just give it a good little pull uh because it tends to move a little bit like like you're talking about walk the dog mm-hmm. when you when you slow reel it, it it literally just goes back and forth that's cool that's one
0: way i've never re- really retrieved a uh a hard bait of that style it's just slow a straight rolling. a straight roll or a slow roll kind of yeah. deal but I, it, I when i do reel it in slow it looks good i mean i feel like they would eat it really well they, i to try that they do? They
2: will. They will. They will. I'm telling you, they will. No, I got I confidence mean, in it. <laughs> There's there some, you know, I, I've been up many a creek when the old timers come by you. And they're going to have courts out, and they're going to be tooting along with their trolling motor. And under those courts are 17s, 18s, or or 52s, or some kind of hard bait might have a, a little uh, – you know, little X wrap like that yeah, yeah. underneath the uh, that was been abused, son. That <laughs> yeah, look, little white one—that yeah, was a
0: white one, okay.
2: <laughs> it was white, and it has been. It has. If you if you could see the scratches on this thing, it is just it's had it. But they still hit it, and I'm telling you, here's a bait. I wish Rapala would still make. They oh, do make. Bait's with the but they don't do it with the lip anymore.
0: Yeah, it's just and, it's like a twitch bait without a lip now. It looks like a right. like a Rapala lure,
2: Yeah. And so but that's what I actually caught my citation trout on is nice. that one with the lip. And awesome. uh but that that I've had that bait a long time. It's all chewed up. I like a lot of white uh-huh. uh as well in our tannic water. Um Again, if it gets if in a winter time when it clears up some, I'll go. I'll go to my my brighter colors, my pinks and my blue chartreuse. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, swim bait worked two weekends ago in that tournament. Um, like a but, like
0: a soft plastic swim bait on a jig head.
2: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um, That's one bait that, that so many people caught. Different things, swim baits. You know, somebody might be talking about a big bass swim bait. Other mm-hmm. people talking about oh that yeah. soft bass yep. swim bait.
2: That, that's what I'm talking about right there. Is that made by Whackham and Stackham as well? That's a whack-em that's and Stackham. Okay. Yep. Yep. I got it on a Sea Striker jig head. Uh, uh, you know, nothing fancy. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you too, though, uh, turning this bait upside down, I'll turn it upside down sometimes so that the tails actually. Like this, okay, and, and it gives it more swim. But I'm gonna tell you what that tail—that's one of the softest tails. Now I will tell you, a uh, uh, bad thing about this bait is when it gets hit on the tail a few times, it's gone. a lot of times it'll it'll, it'll mm-hmm. break. Well, then you, you know? got a
0: jerk bait, or you got a you got a like a jerk, jerk shot. <laughs> You're absolutely
2: right, and I've done that and caught fish that way. But, you know, if they're hitting the swim bait, I'll just I mean, you know, it's a swim bait. It's a piece of plastic. I'll get another one right, right. and put it on. I, I you know, there's a lot to be said about these professional bass fishermen. If you know, I love um shoot, I can't even name remember the name of the show. Um um it's where there it's like a group of them fishing, major league fishing. Major league fishing, yeah. Oh, my God, I love. It's fun to watch. It, it adds is, a whole new man.
0: element to tournament fishing.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, but you watch those guys, man, and 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 they catch a fish on them. They might catch one. They might catch two. But most time when they catch one, they're taking the soft plastic off, and and throwing it away and getting a fresh one. Yeah. They're not. They're not going. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm bad about. I'll bite yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bite. I'll bite end of it off until you know. Just it's a nub, and and you know, right. But it's yeah. I'm I'm kind of.
0: I would I'm probably kind get like they were if I if there was you know a lot a, of money uh, on about, the yeah hundred thousand dollars on the line.
2: No doubt, and, <laughs> yeah. and plus they don't. You, you know those pro guys. They're not paying pay, for it. Yeah, they ain't yeah. paying for nothing.
0: Yeah. On my trips, I'm sorry if you ever book a trip with me, but if if you get a little nick in your soft plastic, you're gonna have to keep fishing.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Just but bite the end of it off. Bite and, the end and, of it off and
1: keep going. Brian, yeah, I got one more right. question for you. Is there a name for if you catch a rockfish, a flounder, a trout, oh, a good and question. a red drum in
2: one day? Oh, boy. Somebody's trying to make fun of me, because in all my posts, <laughs> if we do that, I, I'm, I'm, that's the News River Grand Slam, man. <laughs> the New River Grand Slam, I like it. If You like catch it. all four species, that's the Grand Slam. If you catch three of the four, it's, it's, uh, it's a slam. Nice. But yeah, I, cool. I, I, did somebody send that question in? No,
1: no one sent that in. I just thought about it. <laughs> I, I'm looking through it. No one sent it uh, out. Because I was going to say, if there's not a name for it, we should come up with one right now.
2: Yeah, we. I call it the News. If I'm on the News River Fishing, I call it the Noose River Grand Slam. If I'm on the Pamaco, I'll call it the Pamico Grand Slam. Gotcha. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. got Gotcha. Man, I wish yeah. we had, I wish we could get a grand slam. What would our grand slam be? I think our a slam. grand
1: slam has got to be.
0: Well, red what fish, is y'all trout, slam? Flounder. It would be redfish, trout, flounders. Our slam, but our grand slam, uh, you'd have uh, to incorporate. Yeah, y'all fish, don't have black rock. drum. That's boring. <laughs> 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 try I like the? Well, you could do. You could do that. Lizard, you lizard, could do the fish. Cape Fear grand slam because you could get those four in the Cape Fear. Yeah, speckled trout. Yeah, redfish, the flounder, rock. Yeah, the rockfish. Yeah. 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 So, I, I heard a, the rock
2: fish has been a little tough on the uh, uh, Cape Fear this year. Yeah, yeah Florence
0: the, hurt us. Florence hurt us. It yeah, killed a lot of fish. So, uh.
2: yeah, I think the same thing happened to us. This, that's why we had a bad year this past year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and then we got—I uh, can't even remember the name of the last storm we had last year. It sucked all the water out of the river. I mean, you could almost there was hardly any water in the Noose well. River. So, um, I think that the rock were sucked down river and they just finally having to start to, to migrate back this, you know, this fall.
1: Yeah. Oh well, I, I got a good grand, grand slam for us. Well, let's hear it. It would be red drum, flounder, trout, and a sheep's head. Sheep's head. I like that. Oh I yeah. Like that yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's
0: good. We got to come yeah, up with works.
1: a, we got to come up with a good name for it though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I- we'll uh we'll announce that name of the next one at <laughs> the next show <laughs> well um brian tell people if they want to book a trip with you or, or pick your brain or, or get up with bad monkey lures or whack em stack or anything like that how can people reach out and, and get a hold of you
2: well um i've got a instagram page is victory fishing show um my uh fish uh uh facebook page is victory fishing and then I personally have a, a, a Facebook page, or they can call me at 252-626-6006. Sweet. Uh, uh, and, you know, uh, or they can go to um, victoryfishing at suddenlink.net. Got it. That's my email. Uh, they can email me any questions or, you know, anything they and and look, I I don't mind sharing information with people. I I'm I'm one of those guys that don't believe there's any really true secrets out there. You think you got you a, a secret hole, and next thing you know, you look there and there's ten boats in it. So mm-hmm. you can yeah. have
0: a secret, but it, it it the it's for how long can you
2: have that? How <laughs> long can it last? Because all it takes is one person exactly to see you catch fish there, and next thing you know he's calling all of his buddies and all his buddies are calling their buddies oh, yeah. and it, and it's out. I so, live by
0: the belief that everybody at least tells one person about it. So, oh, and, sure. and, and, and probably more than that. Cause I tell about four people most. Stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we got a network of guides here in, in, uh, in New Bern that, that I network with and, and around New Bern. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, i'm a firm believer in that uh, you know there's some guys that don't want the network and i'm i'm, I'm down with that there's no problem with that i think uh, we're,
0: we're better you know we're stronger together than apart I'm, I'm, absolutely I'm
2: a yeah. I'm, i mean i don't view myself in competition with anybody right I, i'm just as happy if if uh captain joe ward gets a charter or at uh, captain ashley king has a charter and you know kevin doer and james holloway and mj miller i I'm 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 just happy that people are are, are booking trips, right, right. And you know, I'm, I'll get a bone thrown my way, and you know, I'm part time right now. I've, I've got three more years in, mm-hmm. of teaching, and when I'm done, when I retire in three years, I'll I'll be at it full time and awesome. really pushing it hard. I'm 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 not I'm doing all I want to do right now, and I don't even really promote it. I I don't even, you know, yeah. Every now and then, I might say, "Hey, if you want to, you want to, you know, go fishing and get on some of these fish, give me a call, book a trip." Most of the time, I just post my posts and don't even say anything about the charter. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, it's For it's sure. it's uh, I, my days are limited, and I I uh, yeah, but I have some open days coming up and. Cool. Uh, i tell you, a cool thing that's getting ready to happen, and it's already they're already moving upriver, is the shad.
0: Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say the shad. I I've,
2: can, got, I've I, got
0: the itch right now for the shad. I'm telling
2: you what. I have gotten a, uh, a, a pro staff with TFO, and I've ordered me, I got me uh, four ultralight uh, panfish rods. There you go. With uh, Ardent 1000 uh, bolt reels on them, and I am... Dying. I've been actually catching <laughs> some trout on catch a twenty three inch twenty three inch trout on an ultralight rod. Oh my gosh, son! One thousand reel and an ultralight light rod. It is. You better crazy. be careful because
0: that's when you're going to hook your twenty eight incher. Oh, I know. Rod in your
2: hand. <laughs> I had it. I had it. in the, I carried it to fish it with it in the tournament, and I, I just could not bring myself to do it because I said that's what's going to happen. I'll hook up with a pig, and I will end up losing it because it's on that ultralight rod.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and doing the show with us, man. We'll have to uh, we'll have to get on the water together sometime. Maybe S three uh, go do some fishing down here, or up there. We'll, we'll we'll make something happen.
2: Love to, love to. Hey, y'all y'all are friends with uh, my family up that way. By the way, oh, who's that? Uh, Jot Jot Owen. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah Jot. Know. Yeah, Jot Jot's a Jot. good buddy. I forgot Josh, I forgot y'all you are his cousin?
2: We're with we, uh third cousins. Third cousins. Okay. Uh his dad is uh my first cousin, so I guess that makes him my third cousin. I don't know what that makes him second cousin. Who knows? One of them cousins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's somebody's cousin
2: somewhere. Somebody's right that's on.
0: right. Well, thank you so much, man. And thank y'all for listening. Um this has been a great show and an hour is just typically not enough. It flies by, especially when you got good oh, conversations. Oh, it's
2: amazing! Holy cow!
0: <laughs> but guys, like I said, our Facebook group—you can go uh, go join that or ask to join it. I'll, I'll immediately let you in if you're cool enough. And I'm <laughs> just kidding; everybody's allowed. But it'll be just a cool community for us to talk fishing and, and you know ask questions, share information. Uh, it'll be it'll be nice. So head on over uh, Eastern Current Fishing on Facebook. Uh, Brian, thanks again and we look forward to uh to talking to you again. And guys, thanks for tuning in to episode thirty three of Eastern Current. We hey, will...
2: thanks for having me on, guys. This definitely, has been a blast. Been a blast.
0: Definitely. And we'll see y'all uh
2: see y'all next week later.